Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Melissa calls out the snakes. Corey gets a serious injury and loyalties are questioned during purgatory nominations. Hey guys, welcome back to the Believe in the Challenge podcast. I'm your host, Katie Walski, and episode 12, Pictures of You, was crazy. Now, most of this episode, I feel like, was centered around Corey and his journey and his family back at home, hence why it's called Pictures of You. We kept seeing Corey stare at the pictures of his children. It got a little sad at one point because he just really either wants to be here fighting for that million dollars like he wants the Red Skull or he just wants to be home with his kids. We'll get to that a little bit later, but let's jump right into Melissa calling out the snakes. Now, from the previous episode... As we saw, Johnny and Josh lied to Melissa, saying that they wouldn't throw D in. I don't know how she didn't really see that that was coming. Johnny is not the most trustworthy cast member they've ever had. And, you know, Johnny's going to do whatever he can do to benefit his game. And D not being there will definitely benefit his game. But I'm really proud of her for sticking up for herself and calling them out and, you know, really saying, hey, like that wasn't cool. But at the end of the day, it probably is best for Melissa's game to not be maybe linked with Dee because as we saw, Dee is willing to throw in her best friend, Jenny. So I don't know why Melissa would think that Dee would have her back if she can't even have her best friends back in in the game. So, I don't know. I also think that Johnny probably did her a favor by trying to get rid of her. And either way, it really doesn't make Melissa look bad to Dee because Melissa wasn't the one who threw them in. So, from going through this little tiff with Josh and Johnny, it then later leads up to a giant explosion of Melissa and Josh at the purgatory nominations, which we will get into a little bit later. So everyone at this point, you know, one elimination just ended for the girls. Dee's back and is safe. Maddie went home. Everyone left needs a Red Skull. So this is a boys elimination week. We still have Josh, Corey, Swaggy C, and Kyle. Out of those four boys, we still need at least two more to get their red skull. And it seems to be Corey's week this week. This episode is a little bit centered around him. We see him FaceTiming his family and his daughter Ryder with his ex Cheyenne. And his daughter Ryder won't even talk to him. It's so sad. You can just see how this bunker is really taking a toll and it hits accord with Corey about not having a father growing up and how he never wants his child or children 
to feel that way. So being away from his daughter for weeks to months on end, I bet, is really hard, especially when they're so young. Ryder's only, I think he said about two and a half, so a little bit under three. I bet it is hard for those early stages of, you know, having your parents around so much and then for them to be gone for so long. It was just sad because she clearly wasn't in a good mood and let's be honest, a lot of two-year-olds have so many meltdowns, just children in general, I feel. Either way, I'm sure it really hurt Corey to see that he can't just pick her up and hold her and be like, no, I'm here, like, look, like, just talk to me. And he only gets so much time with them to be on the, the phone call so I bet it was a little disheartening to him we go on to see him break down to Nelson just talking about how yeah he's never had a father figure in his life and he never wants that for his children and he just wants to win that money so bad to go home and take care of his family I understand I get it this probably has to be taking a hard toll on him I think Nelson is right when he talks about how far Corey has come. Corey has come so far. I remember when Corey first came on the scene coming from real world and then to the challenge world. He just was kind of a a d-bag like let's be real like he was young early 20s. He's good looking obviously and you know he's coming into this whole reality tv star phase and he gets carried away a lot by the girls but i feel Corey was always pretty focused on challenges even though he might have always been the best guy he double crossed a lot of people and he did mess around with the women a couple different times after he did become a dad I really felt like we did see a shift in his persona and how he plays the game now he is very focused and I feel like he's less just trying to poke holes you know at other people's games and just trying to basically stir the pot he's not doing that as much as he used to and I'm very proud of him for that he is definitely grown and uh, I hope he gets that gets to see that final well he probably will see the final I hope he gets that win I really do moving on into the whole team challenge it ended up being called tanks a lot and okay TJ comes rolling in on this tank and he's just laughing while he like crushes stuff. I swear TJ loves these challenges more than anybody else and this is I think the second or third time we've seen TJ in a tank this season so I think we all know what his favorite thing to do is be in these tanks. So the rules of the challenge are you're in teams of three and there's two stages. First stage is you're dragging heavy junk to a bin and you want it to be heavy not just to fill it up so you're looking for density and then if you get past stage two then you are running these heavy slat like sleds to cross a finish line kind of like how you're running a gym and you pull the weight behind you a lot of people I believe in football usually use this as a method to uh, of a resistance to get you more endurance and stuff. I don't know. I've actually never done one, so I can't comment too much on it. 
So we're seeing all of these different tactics of how to get this junk down this field and back and then, wow. I mean, I give these people props. They're carrying some heavy, heavy metal. One strategy I thought was really interesting was Rogue and Johnny and Melissa. They were filling up barrels with little junk that was heavy and then rolling them down the field, which I thought was pretty efficient. And I assumed they would make it on stage two, but they actually didn't. And while everyone was moving all this junk back and forth, Corey actually rolled or I think he maybe said popped, but either way, he popped his ankle, and so he was finishing the challenge on an ankle injury, and he just did not give up. I give him so much props. I mean, that is what the challenge is all about. You are going in there, giving it your all, no matter what injuries. We saw it with Jay. We saw it with Jordan. I mean, this is your one shot, your one opportunity, and if you start slacking because of an injury, you most likely are going to go home. This is not for the week. If you can't handle it, you're definitely going to be cut. So I give props to Corey for finishing it out, not giving it up. And he does, he gets it done. Although they don't get to move on to the second stage, the two people that get to move on to the second stages are the two teams with the girls. So hell yeah, girl power. And it ends up being Kyle and Nisa Jenny versus D, Bailey, and Fessy. I've got to tell you that I have never seen someone run down the field so fast than Fessy. He blew everyone else out the water with this second stage. It was unreal. I mean, we already know Fessy is this giant boss of a a competitor, you know, he's huge. He's got so much muscle. He has so much strength that he can literally probably take out anybody in this game. But to see him just whip it down that field, man, I I cannot wait to see this guy in a final. And then we see the girls coming in and they're polling and Anissa and Dee are kind of in the background. Jenny's the first girl to finish then Kyle, I believe, and then Bailey comes slugging along, and I'm impressed. I'm very impressed with Bailey. I feel like she does very well under pressure. She does perform, so I would like to see her get to a final. I really do want to see her get her red skull hopefully next week, but we shall see, and so it ends up becoming, it goes down to Anissa and D. And Anissa's just kind of this slow, steady pace. And D, you can you can see D's gaining momentum towards the end, but like D really does have that power to dig very deep into herself and push through. I feel like she's very notorious for that. She's overcome a lot of challenges in in these past two seasons and so she has that mental game locked and she probably has Wes to thank her for most of that he definitely taught her how to do those mental things and how to dig deep and just focus and zone everything out sadly Anissa doesn't make it to the end which ends up basically Kyle probably loses his vote to go in at this time 
and I almost feel bad for Kyle because he is he is a good competitor like he actually he has very good endurance and he can carry some heavy stuff you know he he actually I think I don't know if he can make it in a final but I know he can at least do a lot of things in a final like he has the fight in him to never give up and we've seen in past challenges people end up they do they quit in a final which I think is bananas like I don't think you should quit until you physically cannot move anymore until you're on the ground and you're like I need a medic because I physically cannot move I don't think you should ever just be like oh this is so hard I um yeah I'm just gonna I'm gonna call it right here no you made it this whole season you made it this this entire way and then you're just gonna give up because you think you can't do it you need to do it until you physically cannot do it anymore that's the challenge going back to d fessy and bailey they win the challenge so they're in the tribunal they're all safe uh i mean it really only matters for fessy and Fessy really wanted that win, so I'm proud of Fessy. He deserves it. He's definitely going to be a force to reckon with for this final. Everybody better watch out. So then we go into the houseboat, and do things get steamy in the houseboat? Loyalties are questioned because it's... Corey and Kyle, you know, competing for house votes. I really feel Corey was going to get it just because a lot of people are really on his side and he wants it. He's been saying for the past week how badly he wants it. He can't stop staring at pictures of his children. He's starting to have a breakdown. He needs a reason to be here. Otherwise, yeah, I think he's just probably ready to go home. So they're both campaigning to go in and Corey makes this amazing speech. Basically what I just said, he's kind of floundering, either wants to get his red skull or he's ready to just go home and be with his family. Either way, it's going to be a win-win for him. And uh, no one could really compete with that. Everyone was just kind of on board like, yeah, all right. Even though Josh is on the side of Bananas and Kyle and everybody, Josh votes for Corey, which is kind of weird since, you know, you think he'd want people on his side to go in. Johnny Bananas doesn't really mess with Corey. Not that Josh has a problem with Corey, but he's not really on his alliance. So wouldn't you want someone on your alliance to go in and run the final with you rather than someone who's not so melissa who is just fed up with all of his crap all of josh's crap she is over it she is done with it she's mad from what he did to her before and she just has a full-on meltdown this girl comes red hot yelling at josh screaming just being just saying how he has no loyalties how could he not vote for kyle like you you've been running with kyle this whole time and now 
all of a sudden you're going to vote for Corey because you swore on your family's life for what? To do what? And she kind of has a point. Josh, I feel, just kind of does what everyone wants him to do. Like, everyone's voting for Corey. He's like, oh, yeah, okay, Corey. But, you know, he probably doesn't want to ruffle feathers. I feel like Josh is sort of a floater in that way. He very much remains on good terms with a lot of people. I don't even know if it's good terms, though. I think it's it's more... Yeah, he just kind of skates by is what it really is. Like, he's he's not on anyone's bad, bad side because I feel no one really cares too much about Josh and his game. I just feel no one sees him maybe as, like, a true, true threat. So everyone's just kind of, oh, okay, like, it's Josh. He's here. Well, I can definitely beat him, so why not just let him stick around a little bit longer? Who cares? And that's how I kind of feel that's how the house is with him. So the way this vote is looking is it's going to go in Corey's favor. But before that happens, yeah, Melissa just unloads on him. And it is kind of funny to watch. I mean, that girl has a temper. Who knew? She even jumps up on the table at one point and I'm just like, okay, girl, like you tell him. And Josh is very emotional. So then of course he's yelling back, like, what are you talking about? But I feel we can all see exactly why she's acting this way no one's really intervening to do anything so I feel everyone probably is just either not wanting to get involved because he's literally on the table screaming at Josh well you know these two will definitely be rivals in the future they probably will not be working together the vote ends up going in Corey's favor Kyle is sad it's okay because he still has a chance to get in three people are being called in so it's Kyle Josh and Swaggy C but Bailey is very adamant about getting Swaggy in there you know it is Swaggy's time he needs to go in so we end up going into the purgatory Swaggy C is picked and it's Corey versus Swaggy. The elimination challenge is launch button. So they are harnessed up on these like large containers and then they have to swing back and forth to push these buttons to light up these red lights up top and you have to light up 20. So there's 10 on each side and if you press the same button, then you have to go back, swing it around again, and press it on. So you're trying to get all 20 lit. And at first, these guys are just flailing around. I mean, flailing. And it was actually kind of funny. But, you know, they, they got to get their momentum going. They got to kind of figure it out. Meanwhile, we should mention that Corey is doing all of this with a twisted or popped ankle or whatever it is it's definitely not a hundred percent so he's going into this final not full strength luckily for him it is a challenge that is not physical so he really doesn't have to worry about using too much weight on his ankle this is probably the best scenario for Corey because if it was anything else like 
you know, if it was something physical and he had run or they had a tussle, he could potentially mess up his ankle even more. We've never seen Swaggy C get too physical. I don't actually know how well he would do any physical, you know, elimination, especially with Corey. Corey is a beast. He very much is built and scrappy. So either, even if he had that ankle injury, I feel like he most definitely could have taken Swaggy C out. Okay, so they're, you know, they're swinging back and forth and it's very neck and neck. They're only a couple maybe two or three away from each other uh, throughout the whole game. Swaggy C started doing really well in the beginning and then Corey came in and then Corey started getting the lead and then Swaggy C started messing up a little bit. And I think Corey really got his rhythm. He started, you know, moving and swaying and pushing and uh, he was, he had a good like body control Whereas Swaggy C just kind of looked like a fish out of water. He was flopping around a lot and banging against the wall and twisting around. And I don't know. He just didn't really have a lot of control over his body and what he was doing. And so I think it took longer sometimes to get to the buttons. And then he did mess up a few times where he pressed the same one. And he was kind of listening to the crowd. And I feel like in this moment, maybe he shouldn't have. He should have just been focused a little bit more. Sadly, Swaggy C did not pull out the win. Corey did. And I'm so happy because oh, I'm just so happy he's doing this for his little babies, for Ryder, for his new little baby. You know, he's got a lot of people to support. So... I'm so happy that Corey pulled this win out, even with the injury. Although, you know, I am sad that Swaggy C is leaving. I think he's been a great competitor. And next season, if he does come back, he just needs to work on his game a little bit more, his social game. That wasn't the best, but also I think sometimes maybe his ego got a little much of him. I don't think he really tried to make friends with a lot of people. He kind of just like stuck in his lane. And in the challenge, sometimes that can be detrimental to your game. You really need to try and talk to everyone, even if you know they don't really like you. That's kind of the point of the game. You just... You can just kind of try to win them over or if anything, you're just, hey, look, we're both in a situation. We might not be the best fans of each other, but here's what I can do for you and this is what maybe you could do for me and we could benefit each other in these ways and we can at least work this way together for a little bit, you know, until maybe the final comes and then you're like, okay, well, every man for themselves, but that's just something that they could potentially work on in the future. So Swaggy C leaves. Bailey is left in the house alone. I am kind of excited for this. Bailey, we haven't seen her without Swaggy C. I feel if we saw Swaggy C without Bailey, you know, he he'd be fine. He would figure things out. He still had Fessy. You know, he still has some of his big brother people in there that could potentially look out for him maybe not Josh. Bailey is a strong girl competitor and she better go in and get that skull next week. She better fight for it. Although it might be hard since I don't think a lot of the girls really like her either. Not that they might hate her, 
I just haven't seen a lot of camaraderie with them. I don't really see her talking to any of the other girls a lot or, you know, getting to know maybe the other girls a lot. So they might just not have that great of a friendship or even, I don't know, like an alliance. So she's kind of in there alone. Hopefully, Bessie can still help in any way. But I I feel like we're going to be seeing a breakdown come soon. I really do. I don't know if Bailey's going to be able to hold on to everything. I think the game's going to get her a little bit. And especially since she doesn't have her rock in there anymore. And she's not really friends with a lot of other people. So who is she going to talk to? Who is she going to... She's going to be kind of alone. And... She might go crazy. Even Swaggy. I mean, Swaggy knows her best and he said it. Like, she might go a little wild. And I wouldn't blame her. You don't really have anyone on your side. And this is a very cutthroat game. And you can feel very alone, especially in this bunker. At least in past challenges, you had a nice house to hang out in and kind of decompress and go sit in the sun but this bunker has got to be making people crazy so we're we're gonna see a girl's elimination next week or I don't know it might even be a purge we're not really sure what's coming up next all I know is that we did get a slight preview for the finale so I can only assume that there's either two more eliminations or this is going to be a purge elimination in the next episode. And so we're either going to see all the guys left who maybe don't have a skull get cut or they might even do it this way where, you know, everyone has to do like one big teams challenge. And if you come in last, you're done. You are cut and you're not going or maybe even last two. Maybe there's only so many certain spots that they can have filled and if you don't get those then you're most likely not going to the final those are kind of my two predictions on how they're gonna wrap up these eliminations before we get to the final and that final seems grueling usually it's over a two to three day process of different situations and scenarios there's always a swimming There's always puzzles. There's always a really disgusting eating portion. Oh my God. That is the thing that I think I would probably fail at the most is eating all these disgusting creatures and like concoctions that they find. It is worse than Fear Factor or anything else I've ever seen. These things that the challenge makes these poor people eat oh my god just wait we're gonna get there and uh you'll see i i only assume how disgusting it's gonna be so one last thing i just want to talk about before we get to some news i did notice that d wasn't really shown at all in this episode i mean you know she was shown purpose for the Anissa of to compare how Dee was doing and then she won. But we didn't really see Dee's face. Even when she voted for Kyle, we just heard a little, my vote's for Kyle. And then that was it. We didn't really see her at all. And I'm wondering 
if this is how they're going to finish out the season. If, you know, she, I don't know, she might run the final. We have no idea yet. And if she does, are they going to limit her FaceTime because of everything that has happened? Or are they, you know, going to let that play out? I don't really know. I guess we're going to have to keep an eye on that coming into the last couple episodes for this season. We're going to just have to see. I really think that there's going to be two more eliminations though because this is only episode 12 and I feel they usually have at least 15 to 16 episodes in a series and you're going to need at least two for the finale. So if you're thinking next week's 13, then I don't know though. They might only have 15. You know, every every season is a little bit different based on content and who's in the game and what has all happened? So I don't know. I guess actually next week could be purge and then we go to finale. I'm excited. I love it. Oh my god. I wait all season for the finale because it's just so intense. It's so good. You never know what's going to happen. And uh, oh my god. That's, that's what I care for the most. And I hope that they're going to do like three people because sometimes there's only one winner and you win everything, and then, like, second and third get nothing, where at least, I would hope that second and third would get some compensation, like, even if it is a little, you're still getting something for coming into place, but I don't know, the challenge is ruthless, and a lot of times, if you, if you don't win, you are a loser, like TJ says. We just have a quick little tweet from Melissa talking about her explosion with Josh. She tweeted out, and revealed that she was actually pregnant on the show and she just didn't know it yet. She must have gotten pregnant like right before she came on the show. And so she was kind of like, oh, I blame pregnancy hormones. Didn't even realize at the time. And she actually just had her baby May 25th. So congratulations, Melissa. That baby is so freaking cute. I cannot. So congratulations, Melissa. Another castmate in the challenge family who has a baby. I'm so happy for you and wish you nothing but the best and that your baby is healthy through all of this craziness. And that about wraps up our episode over here for the Believe in the Challenge podcast. I'm your host, Katie Walski. You guys can follow me on all social media at katiewalski underscore. Come chat with me about the challenge. Oh my God, we are getting close to the finale. Come talk to me about your favorite players, your favorite moments, who you're excited to see in the end, or who you want to win. Uh, let's chat about it all. Yeah, hit me up on the socials. Make sure to like and subscribe this podcast. You can share it anywhere, listen to it anywhere on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, anywhere that you're listening to your music or any podcast, you can definitely find this on. Be sure to tune in next week because we're getting to that final baby and you will not want to miss a single second of it all. Katie out.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.